This is the chop up, trying to get chopped up, not get slapped up. You already know. Okay, as we get into today's political chop, I first want to start out with preparation. Now, in the culture chop, we're going to get into more of what we're preparing for, possibly. Yeah. Uh, but uh, to, start out the, to start out the political chop, I do want to talk about uh, pre- like the, the night before this, this big shit that's about to pop off. The 2020 election, Donald Trump versus Joe Biden. You know what I'm saying? The battle of white supremacy. Yeah, or who's gonna win? It's gonna be the liberal racist or it's gonna be the conservative racist. Who knows? We'll see. Right. Who knows? Racist win regardless. But you know, I think I think that's something that we need to be uh clear on. Now to start this out, we can't have a political chop. We can't be political pundits if we mm-hmm. don't have our own predictions. It's the night before, it's like ESPN, you know, ESPN. You don't give your predictions until that Friday before Sunday. Who y'all got tomorrow? We're going to start out with Toya. Who you got tomorrow? Tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, I have an inconclusive decision um, that then will all signs point to Donald Trump. The reason why is that I think in order to prove a point, Donald Trump voters are going to come out in droves tomorrow. And they've already been doing some pre-voting. I think Democrats have already gotten their voting out of the way. Now there's a lot of records being broken with this voting. But I feel like that old conservative wave, that old conservative surge is going to come. And I think it's going to come. And it's going to come in. And the first sign of it is Joe Biden not winning enough of those southern states that I was talking about earlier in the show. Kentucky, I think, Alabama and Mississippi um, and and whatever. And so I think it's going to be some wild stuff. Devin, I don't want to I don't want I don't want to say it. Hey, if I say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, 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 OG Dev Cooper, I'm so sorry to break it yeah. to you, my brother. But I'm lost in the sauce of this southern political climate. I don't trust it. And uh, well, hold on. Man, well, what you, well, yours is so you saying Toya, yours is unclear. It's a 50 50. Mine is tomorrow will be inconclusive, which will then lead to Donald Trump. Tomorrow we won't know, and because we won't know tomorrow, it won't be clear cut then I think that it'll create a world where either because those states are uncertain or because the Supreme Court will eventually intervene and break a tie that needs to be broken in some weird ass way. It's going mm-hmm. to be in try Donald Trump. So we won't know tomorrow is my declaration. Uh, and because of that, the long game, my decision is uh, that Donald Trump is going to win again. Yeah. Copy and Boy paste. Interessante. Go ahead, George. Uh, copy and paste what she said. Oh, Jesus. I think that when Trump did the flip-flop on um, saying that he's not going to fill that spot until after the election and then he decided to fill that spot before the election and give an unqualified ACB that spot, I think that he was already making this in-game be shown, me and be known. He already creating the climate for us to be able to kind of question the legitimacy of any mail-in ballot of any ballot that's going to come that's not done in person. We know who did that in terms of the percentages. Yeah. That being said, I think that he already positioned himself to take that thing to the courthouse in Trump 2020, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's, it's, I'm a Cowboys fan. Uh, As a Cowboys fan. Yeah, that's why we don't want you speaking on nothing, bro. You a true pessimist. I hope I hope the Cowboys win a lot. But I know sometimes going in, they probably going to lose. I hope Biden win. But going into this, I feel like he probably going to lose. I'm so huh. glad. I'm so glad as a Chiefs fan, I don't have to think about winning and losing that. Ah, uh, there you go, Toya. There you go. 
<laughs> not like how George do, right? Realistic Cowboy fans, but I like to consider myself one of those realistic Cowboys fans. We, we don't win the Super Bowl. We, we don't have the chance of winning the Super Bowl as much as we are led to believe. Look at America's team. Man, uh, look, all right. So let me let me let me let me correct y'all. All right. I mean, right. Let me bring let me bring some optimism to this conversation. Yeah, Joe Devin, Biden, Devin, Devin, like I, I have hope. So you and Dev, you and Devin on the same way. Joe Biden will win this election. Okay, I'm saying it. I'm putting Come my on. face out there because look, I, I, I thought Donald my Trump Bible says speak those things that are not as though they were. You go ahead. Listen, say the power of life and death is in the tongue. You know, declare it. Declare it right now. You know what I'm and and what I'm saying is Joe Biden will win. The reason mm -hmm. why Joe Biden will win is because voter turnout. Is already breaking record numbers when you got more people voting early than voted at all in 2016. <laughs> you have a problem, yeah. <laughs> like, and, and and what we know about what we know about uh, voter turnout numbers, specifically why Republicans are so keen to limit the ability for people to vote. Why you got uh, uh uh what Republicans in Texas trying to throw out what was it a hundred thousand votes. A hundred thousand, and they lost that. By the way, the the, uh, the, the, uh, the uh, Texas the, the uh, Texas Supreme Court ruled that they, they can't throw out these hundred thousand votes. The reason, the reason why they want they want to do that type of shit is because they know that when a lot of people vote, they lose. Period. Period. Voter turnout was voter turnout was crazy with Obama. He won both times. Uh, Obama was the first president to win an election without winning the majority of the white vote. That means that ultimately. When you have a lot of people vote, a lot of people typically attend to vote Democrat. Now, in the, in this instance, when we're dealing with Donald Trump, I think this is something that's crucial. Donald Trump has pissed off a lot of white people. It may not be the, it may not be the white people that we that we see him associate with. I mean, because you know it's hard. It's like it's hard to differentiate white people from white people, right? Understandable. But hey, Damo, that's racist. The truth will be told about college educated white women because they seem to be the one political group that has the largest sway from their inclinations from 2016 up to now they've changed the most and the most kind of largest numbers we've had the um kind of elderly population kind of sway and teeter back and forth and not necessarily be overwhelmingly clear but college educated white women are in the mix so we gonna see if right. they kind of right they wrong from 2016 or whether we're trying to uh, look a little, look a little further now as a part of, as a part of that though right a lot of what Donald Trump that was able to hang his hat on was people saying we should give him a shot mm. he's not a real politician Hillary's a career politician we've seen what career politicians do that was all that was a lot of his rhetoric he ain't got that to lean on no more he not sucked as a politician Donald Trump was a terrible politician he did his job terribly. No, and it, in, in a lot of ways, became like a caricature of the worst type of pop, pop, politician. You know what I'm saying? Like you went from not being a politician to being like the exaggerated version of what we thought politicians were. Right. Like we right. thought they were hey. over white men, overcompensating for shit. Already kind of weird. Probably white supremacist, hella racist, capitalist. Only care about my like and all those things. Yeah. You're just like that times ten, and it's really, really fucking wild. So yeah. yeah. And yeah, so when you got, you know, when you when you I've never off, thought about it like that, Toya. I've never thought about it like that. But he literally started in his appeal was to disidentify with politics with poly and then overly identify. And then he overly what yeah, he over you know phrase to this like, what in the hell is you doing? You know the phrase, George? Drain the swamp. It was drain the swamp. 
get the, the get, get the career politicians out of there. Get the people that's that's taking advantage of you out of there. And then what did he do? He acted like the worst of the career politicians. So yeah, it's a lot of people that's pissed about that. It's a lot of people who felt like they let him down. I mean, like people ain't forgot that he said he was gonna build the wall, didn't build the wall. People ain't forgot that he said uh that uh in terms of I mean getting rid of Obamacare was something again, something he didn't do, something he need to pack the court to do. So you got you got a lot of b- broken promises, and then it's a lot of lies associated with his tax plan. We know that it clearly only had a greater benefit for uh for corporations, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of it's it's a lot of white people that's pissed. And it's like, yo, we 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 gave you a shot, and that was trash. And now, you know, those those uh what they're saying is that those Obama voters that switched to Trump. So it's more likely going to switch back to uh, to Biden because he does represent more of that moderate, you know what I'm saying, pro- a progressive nature uh, that they more comfortable with as opposed to running with a Bernie Sanders or uh, Elizabeth Warren. So, yeah, I think I think Biden, I think he's cool. Let me, let's, let's do a tally real quick and see what these people said before we slide around this time. Oh, yeah, I'm from jumping right now. <laughs> Shout out to everybody popping in from TikTok. We see y'all woke talk in the building. Felicia said was popping. Um, we're gonna go up. Let's see. We know Devin is going for Biden. We know Damo's going for Biden. Nico said, God willing, Biden's gonna win. Okay. Mark said, whatever happens, we all lose. <laughs> uh, said, if we didn't have uh out midterm elections in 2018, I'd be worried and said that Trump will win. But folks showed up in droves in 2018 and voted them. So Trump yep. has a record now. Yep. And so I'm so are we saying Democrat, you think that's a, a vote for Democrat then? So that's four. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's for because right. when she said when she says that Trump has a record now, she's saying that a lot of it was well, Hillary didn't do anything. Yeah. Hillary been oh, in, I'm saying, yeah. and so yeah, so when you look at him, he don't get a benefit from that. Um, what Tristan said, uh, or, or Nico said, God willing, Biden will win. Uh, Tristan said, Biden oh. will win. I'll take bets now. So Tristan's trying to take people money. <laughs> so Tristan on five, running gambling. In the- uh, Mark said a Biden win isn't a win for us. It's just a lesser of two evils. Is, is, is that a win? Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Like if we, if we if you get the less evil of the worst evil, I think we, this is a little better off. Uh, Devin said Long Beach will pop tomorrow. Yes, I do believe so. Uh, Torrin said Joe Biden has built a coalition. Have folks crossing party lines to vote for him. So it's yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's looking like see it. I do kind of see it on a national round, but I think that a lot of the news I be watching sometimes I be conscious of how liberal it is or how left leaning it is. Exactly. Exactly. You got. I think that. I think that because I know that that's the reason why I have to literally. I feel I have to always account for that in how I think the end result was going to be. Yo, I didn't have my brain tricked by Twitter too many times. Like you got to remember, this is damn Twitter number one, and two, you have curated, designed, manufactured the things you want to see and eliminated the shit that you don't. So I have no idea what white Twitter look like. And every now and again, some shit will pop up from it, and it confuses me. I don't understand it. I don't get it. The context when they were trying to talk about which uh was it which Chris was uh the good Chris but one of them was like a, <laughs> like a white supremacist or something I was like over my head I know all their names are Chris but beyond that differentiating between the Chris I Pratt like and Burns, to make a decision it was confusing so I try not to even get in the mix with them people and what they got going on honey all I know is that um you know we got a decision to make one way or another Hey, so as we prepare to make this decision and as we prepare to deal with the results of this decision to get through the first part uh, of this uh, three part political chop, I do want to give a shout out to smart black man at smart black man, Adam Jackson. 
uh, a leaders of a beautiful struggle. He had a post yeah. on Facebook that I felt that was extremely important in terms of preparing yourself uh, for this election. So let's get it. He said uh, some 2020 election commentary for black people in preparation of the dumpster fire that will be next the next month or so. He starts off with above all else, remain calm, drink water, eat well and take care of yourself. As much as you need to, the pandemic, the constant news coverage, racial unrest, and just being black in this country is stressful enough. Don't feed, uh, don't feed the hype. Nourish yourself, your family, and your community. Above all else, know that we still have to live our lives after all this shit's over with. Remember that. You know what I'm saying? Second, if Biden wins, while I'm sure that it, uh, uh, while I'm sure all of us want to do a victory lap if Biden is victorious, I would suggest something different. Democrats, especially in majority black uh, states and cities, have been complicit in structural racism over several generations. We must focus on ensuring that we don't give Democrats a pass just because Trump is out of office. Now so, right. yeah, yo, if Biden wins, yes, it's it's a victory, but it's 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 now a new fight. Let's remember that. Biden wins. It's a victory over Trump, but it's now the fight is against Biden. Remember that. Two tasks. In that first 100 days, by the way, he has a lot of lofty goals for things he said he's trying to do. I'm right. really curious about how many of those things will directly impact black people who have made a very fortunate decision to go ahead and, and support him, despite what we see to be the obvious thing. And let me say this. If you have come over here from uh, from the Consciously channel, we are uh, we are, are from TikTok. We, you can also go to our, our YouTube page at the Chop Up Show uh, on YouTube. Make sure y'all subscribe over there and make sure y'all hitting that like button on the video. Make sure y'all y'all sharing the video. Just so I'm saying we, can, we can see that. We can, you know what I mean, we can go ahead and get niggas up in the ranking. You know what I mean? Uh, now, this is the crucial information. If Trump wins, mm -hmm. which... It's a possibility. If, man. I think that if, Trump might win this thing, man. Man, I know but if let's yeah, see if Trump wins. Y'all agree with me? What y'all need to listen to right here? Yeah, this is what niggas need to listen to. Yeah. While his presidency is an existential threat to many different groups, black people included, which means he is a real threat. This isn't oh, they the same thing. Trump is a real threat. This should be a signal to our community that we need to build the institutions to create political power for us or for us. <laughs> I'm ah. slow. All right. Well, that's uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, this is yeah, this is Jameson. This is a little bit of whiskey. Uh for us, uh the presidency is the face of the man. Why you do that? You see how that's the capital US Empire? That ain't us empire. <laughs> All right, man. You know what I'm saying? The presidency is the face of the US Empire, regardless of party. We need the power to improve the conditions of our community. All politics is local. Black power defeats white supremacy in all its forms. Remember that. We need we're he can do that, but that's just evidence that we need to build our own institutions that can carry out the will of the black agendas across this country. This is extremely important, though. The ensuing white people beef. Let's make this clear. The courts will likely be intervening in this election decision unless either candidate wins in a complete landslide is bound to happen. Be clear, though. That's white people beefing with white people over white power and white political control preach mm -hmm. that's a word that's mm -hmm. white on white violence white on white, <laughs> white on, not get into that they ain't got none of you in there <laughs> white on white violence ain't got nothing to do with us <laughs> that state shit right uh this country is a plantation so slave masters arguing over who runs it should not be where our energy goes the election is finite it will eventually conclude we will never get what we need as a community if we thrust our hopes onto one election it's a fact and the last part is what's next He's saying, uh, Adam says, that's the wrong question. 
The question is, what should we be doing as a community to change our conditions? The answer is that we need power. We need to build institutions and ecosystems that do not rely on white people or mainstream white institutions to thrive. We need control over what happens in our community. One presidential election does not change that. This will end. We have to move on eventually. I thought that that was extremely insightful in terms of understanding what this election is looking like. What did y'all think? Um, I agree for all intents and purposes. I think in a lot of ways, you know, this kind of strategic placement of these types of conversations is better than an ice cube popping up out of nowhere. Like, okay, here's what we want and here's what we're going to do. Like this is planning for different situations, different circumstances. Hold Joe Biden's feet to the fire if he does get elected. And this is what we need to be demanding from him. These are the plans that he said he's going to make. We Okay, I want a first 100 days. I want to buy the midterms. I want these types of conversations with these types of benchmarks, right? Then now we're talking about something. And if Donald Trump wins, uh, then we need to really rally up the troops. Now, I think um, and, and really get black people mobilized and organized in a meaningful way. And that's going to take a very dynamic and elaborate orientation towards definitely, the conversation by black people who are on the same page about shit. Um, Christopher's comment is interesting here. He says we can't build these institutions without political support. They always find a way to burn or bomb our shit to the ground. And so that does, I think that that part I'm curious about. Because I do wonder, you know, if money is that political support, right? If it, Is it political support or is it financial support pulled and strategically used to build shit that can't, I like, I'm, that's where I'm, I'm kind of back and forth. Like, what does it mean to have political support, but not be wound up and bound up in the same issues that have us, you know, replicating the same issues we've had? Is it political support that we need, political capital that we need, or is it actual material capital that we need? I'm sorry, y'all. I got my little um, shut up weapon from my dog <laughs> in the background. But which Journey. one is it that we need? And she ran back in here, too, because Dominique is a church. <laughs> uh, but this is the, that's the, a question that we have to answer is on our way up. What does it mean to build at this stage? What and where do we start? More importantly, because do we start politically or do we start organizationally and structurally and with money so that we can get into conversations and get the attention of people who need to be like, hey, look over here. Right. We really got to figure out where this is supposed to start for us, regardless of who wins or who loses. Yeah. And that's that's the part that I liked about how he kind of framed what's next. You know what I'm saying? In terms of, it's not really what's next. It's what we should should have been doing. It's what we should, should already be doing. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And I think that the, the to me, the prioritizing of kind of that emotional intelligence, get your mind right, make sure you drink some water, make sure you're eating, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you're kind of protecting your own peace. Because right now, we know there's going to be chaos. You know what I'm saying? We know there's going to be a lot of disgruntled, hurt feelings. It's going to be a lot of uncertainty. And I think that we should already go in understanding that's what's about to happen. So I mm-hmm. think that instead of being caught up in these media emotional roller coasters, they're gonna be setting for us to hop on and ride. Yeah. Say we don't want to ride them things, man, and just see what's gonna happen at the end. And at the end result, we understand regardless of who wins, we have to hold in we have to hold accountable whoever's in power, whoever gets to control the levels of the, the levers of power. So I feel like whether it's Trump or it's Biden, we're still gonna be being critical on who's in power. But we know that if Trump wins, you know what I'm saying. Shit, we know that it's gonna be a whole bunch of you know galvanizing, unapologetic white supremacists. I don't give a fuck. Whatever he want to do, whatever. Yeah, I'm being reelected. Yeah. Uh, all right. So yeah, that was that was a part of election prep. Uh, we're gonna get more into you know getting ready for that election in in, in a moment. You had something you was gonna say to you? No. Uh, 
So I, I do want to get into this next story, though, to kind of uh, uh, keep it moving. The next story in the political chop is Wayne's goofy ass. Mm-hmm. You talking about Lil Wayne? Yeah. Um, Recently came out. Yes, we touched it on it. Yeah, we talking about Lil Wayne. Should we be talking about Lil Wayne? No, we shouldn't be talking about Lil Wayne. But we're going to talk about Lil Wayne. Nah, but you know what? I think we should be talking about Lil Wayne because I think this is a great time for us to talk about how politics always position black people's entertainers as being our political leaders. And it's a great time to try to eloquently speak to how they got to stop doing that shit. You feel me? I think that when I came across an article that said that motherfucking James Brown endorsed <laughs> Richard Nixon for presidency, no, I really came across this. I'm talking about I really came yeah. across this. No, no, it don't surprise me, bro. I think I've, I heard this before, too. I heard Man, this before, me, too. It gave so much credence to Malcolm X's words. But y'all, here's one thing. I will say this. I'm going to say this. How do I tell you? Yeah, go ahead. Because let's because we for those who don't know, if you ain't heard. Yeah. Little Wayne has came out in support of Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Not only has he came out in support of Donald Trump, he's met with Donald Trump. He Took put a out a tweet. Uh, confirm or uh, uh, affirming uh, his platinum plan and voicing his support, uh, making statements like he actually took the time to listen and all of this other silly ass shit. Uh, so Wayne, literally the mixtape god of the two thousands, is a Trump supporter. Yeah. What would you better say to you? Oh, uh, you know nothing. I, I well, not nothing. I think the thing that I think about the most when we talk about niggas getting behind wild white people shit, I ironically think about Joe Biden, and the reason why is that, you know, one of the things that he points out when he talks about his issues that he had with the 19, I think it was 86 and then subsequently 94 crime bills was that black, he had the support of black leaders, right? He's like, I messed up. These were bad decisions. In hindsight, this was messed up. But the the NAACP, the black congressional leadership, uh, I forget the name of the organization that uh, Cleaver is over. He yeah. has support of black people that was like, this is a way. This is a group. We think we should do this. This is tearing up our communities. This is really tearing up shit. And so whatever. Now, yeah. I will say, I think context matters. And when you look at the way that drugs ravage the community, when you want that type of thing eradicated, when you want problems solved and people back in their homes and people to get, you know, not be addicted, that's completely different than you being financially and capitalist motivated. You know what I'm saying? And you thinking about your bottom dollar and wanting to make money off of some Trump policies. I just think that's some lazy shit. So I will separate the context there, context there. But I will say, you know, if we do have a weird history as just it's somehow jumping behind the wrong people at the wrong times and really kind of trying to jump behind their strategies. Now, I gave up on Lil Wayne a long time ago. Uh, long hair, red bone. I gave up on him when he talked about the cop that saved his life and why police can be good still. I've been kind of moved away from Wayne and I feel terrible about those things. Um, yeah, I say specifically but, when he got on, when specifically when he got on with Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Yeah. Yeah, asked him had he experienced racism, and he looked him in his and he looked him in their face and said that he thought that racism was over, and he thought that he thought that him having a whole bunch of white people at the front row of his show was an attestment of racism being over. I knew I was done with him then, but then listen, he backed door and had an interview with Nightline, or some shit. I think mm-hmm. it was Nightline, Nightlife, or yeah. some shit. Nightline, yeah, Nightline, right? Nightline. He uh-huh. had, it. and the woman asked him about his thoughts on Black Lives Matter. And this nigga said, I don't know about Black Lives Matter. I know my life matters to my hoes, though. He literally said that. And it was like, all right, nigga, I'm done. Yeah. And, and you know what? This is the thing. I feel like uh, what's, what's frustrating about that is, you know, we it's because we hold these people in such high regard. Like, when we talk about our culture now, I'm not going to put Wayne in the same category as Ice Cube. 
Ice Cube got caught up in trying to do some, you know what I'm saying, some decent shit. And it just went, you know, yeah, they, yeah, he, right, he right. was used. Ice Cube was used yeah, as a photo shot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All right, I said Photoshop. Photo op. Wayne? I mean, even 50 Cent was like, fuck Donald Trump. I just yeah. don't want to pay more taxes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He posted some, like, some pro-Biden shit today, too. Like, he been... Right, right. So, so, so niggas is throwing away 50. It's like, nah, not even 50. Really, uh, in terms of, like, black icons and really people stepping... Wayne is really the only one that's like, nah, yeah, like, I support what Donald Trump is. Well, Wayne and Kanye. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but they the only ones really stepping up talking about nah I, in I cash support this. In I, the, said in the, I said icons I said icons bro I said icons yeah you're right you're right yeah. <laughs> like I'm talking about people who matter don't bring up no little pump to me I don't even know a little pump song you know what I'm saying yeah, like, Gucci, gang, Gucci gang Gucci gang yeah I mean yeah and Cole <laughs> and, you know what I'm saying uh history well look we ain't gonna talk about how Cole ripped yeah. him and then, and then gave him an gave him an interview <laughs> But ultimately, it's like 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 what you was alluding to when it turns in terms of, you know, what these people represent. You entertain us. You don't speak for us, yeah. unless you unless you saying the shit you're supposed to say. Which, unless you on cold. Another stark difference that's important. Christopher points out is that you know Ice Cube never straight out you know endorsed Donald Trump. And let's be honest, he never did. He never did. Not once. And he was an opportunist. Right. right. And opportunism is a complicated and almost just as dangerous as a flat out endorsement. So don't get that messed up. Don't get it. Right. Right. But um, he was just like, I'm talking to the person talking back. And I think that's a fair metric for how we start to get conversations going and get people to a table. Don't that's go- respectable. But he also was caught up in a lot. He also was caught up in a lie and saying that that the, that 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 Biden camp was not trying to speak with him, but we found the receipts to show that Kamala Harris actually did reach out to him and try to have a conversation with him, but he declined because he thought that would not be productive to have a conversation about Black America's plans with other with, with other entertainers. Hmm. Hmm. I mean that, that you know that is I what think it is. Kind of like, bro. So so what was the point of you saying that and making it like? Why did you create this narrative? Is it they told you to wait and they actually didn't? Yeah. Yeah. I, it's- it's yeah, it's, it's one of them things to where it's like you know, th- like them guys like Q get a pass. Fifty Cent, you just don't take serious. He a troll, yeah, like he a troll, yeah, he whatever. Was, like he was trolling, and that, that was just trolling goes bad. <laughs> yeah, that and that's really just what that was the instance of. But I think ultimately when we talk about when we talk about Lil Wayne, I think it's safe to say. Do I say that Wayne is canceled? I think that's nah. Hey, canceled. He just doing like he just you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I mean because we you was never in that role. So what, Toya? Yeah, <laughs> what? <Toya? laughs> What? I, 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 do you I, fuck I, with cancel culture? No, I don't. Because look, we revisited, I, we revisited I, I the conversation with, of celebrities, and I they roll and speak. I mess yeah. with just in my barometer for tolerance of you based on the things that you do. I don't think that I can ever cancel you. I don't think that I can cancel. Um, in a lot of ways, as much as I like to R. Kelly, right? Because of the way our culture is created, the way things are embedded, there are like small tinges of things that will just ever be present. So canceling, yeah. there's no such thing, really. Yeah, can't, yeah. That, I can absolutely adjust my tolerance, my relationship to, and I hate to do it, but it's just like, I can't, like, I wouldn't tolerate a white person in my vicinity, like, I'm a Donald Trump supporter. Like, I get irate. When I drive around people with Donald Trump bumper stickers, because I'm just like, you are a hateful person, a hateful person in this movie. You gotta be. You gotta be. That right now. So if I wouldn't, yes, if we're willing to stake our personal relationships on people who are like, I'm a Trump supporter, because I don't care how much you talk about his financial policies, that means you are okay 
with the race. You are willing to justify it. You're willing to dismiss it and look over it. You're willing to say that it's not that big of a deal. That's not a deal breaker for you. So that's your character on the line. And I also, I don't need his music that bad in my life. I mean, you got a point though, because I don't listen to Lil Wayne no more though. So when you say so, I'm thinking like like cancels like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fuck with him any more than I was. Or then you was already yeah. I wasn't because I already wasn't really fucking with him. So it's like yeah. not unique. Yeah, I Wayne was, Wayne had already had his his twilight. He had reached his <laughs> he, he was in his twilight years anyway in terms of in terms of being like a leader of the culture. But I, I think I think the the biggest thing that I speak to I think you're right is like yeah character matters and how you implicate yourself in that type of shit. Yeah, I got yeah. some boundaries, motherfucker. You cross the boundary. <laughs> I, I, and, and it's too many times with Wayne too that I've been like, well, I ain't gonna trip. Well, no, I ain't I ain't I ain't pressed. I ain't gonna let it. You yeah, that's colorist as hell and unapologetic. That's right. weird as hell. Yeah. That's Skeptic, but I ain't gonna be pressed. Okay, police thing. I'm gonna just forget about it and go ahead yeah. and sing this uh, ice cream pay job remix. Like I've done a lot of work for this nigga. I'm done. Facts. I'm Facts. done. Hey, I'm you know, and, and, I, and I bought a case. Like, and yeah. I and I say this, and then we'll get to the last part of it before we get to the last chop, and we'll, we'll we'll touch on that other one quickly. The the next the next part of this, you know, is definitely I just want to talk about it real quick because we all know that this is fucked up. But yeah. Uh, Dave Chappelle became one of my favorite comedians making this joke right here. He was talking about what happened after 9-11. He was talking about celebrities. I think it was uh uh I forget the name of this stand-up, but it, it, it was it was one of <laughs> yeah, bro. Yes, the nigga was like, you know, MTV was like it's it's too much on black celebrities, it's too hard. He was talking about how hard it is to be a black celebrity. He was talking about how when 9-11 happened, MTV was like, We got Ja Rule on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> And it was like, Ja, you know, tell us how you feeling. And like, and, and the what Dave Chappelle was pointing out was like, yo, who the fuck after some planes flying into a building is like, call Ja. <laughs> we need to know what Ja Rule is thinking. How is Ja Rule? We don't like, give a fuck ja. what Ja Rule think about after 9-11. Yeah, yeah. We don't give a fuck about what Lil Wayne think about in terms of an election and, and who we should vote for. Nigga, you are Lil Wayne. You know what I'm saying? You are, uh, uh, I mean, the, the mixtape guy. Like you, you, you took the mixtape game and you, you ran with it, vote and you had of, bars and you really had all of that other shit. Influence just to be get a check. You can't vote. Like you a convicted yeah. felon, you can't vote. Whether you in New York or California, you cannot vote. So yeah, I'm not saying that people that cannot vote cannot get in the part of the political process, but it's obvious when you being used as a tool. You know what I'm saying? In my opinion, it's like, hey, fam. We know you was caught up in how you was reading them contracts with old Birdman. Yeah, yeah. Right. Now you're going to fake the fuck with us and act like you didn't read that little... Come on, man. Stop playing. Hold on. Hey, but you know what? We can give... got a whole lot to say for being in a bad financial arrangement and situation with Dan Birdman for so long. Like, you're not the person, you're not the point person on this issue. Now, it was only two pages, so he probably read it, but that's definitely a valid point. Uh, the last thing I want to touch on in terms of this, uh, <laughs> in terms of this political chop, and not even, not even really to make it too deep, but I, I just want to speak to, and I want to get y'all opinion on that on the uh, this shit with the uh, officer that uh, that was a part of the raid that killed Breonna Taylor, the officer that got shot, yeah, in the in the raid that killed Breonna Taylor, he is suing Breonna Taylor's boyfriend for uh, uh, like pain and suffering, that type of bullshit. Now. What I want to say is this real quick. I'll just say this, and then I'll, I'll let y'all speak on it, and we can get we can go ahead and get into the uh, the social chop. This is exactly why that the, the 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 capacity. I have so much respect for black people because when you look at what happened with uh, uh with the, with the brother that just got killed, uh, uh was Walter, Walter. Wallace. 
Walter oh, Wallace. Yeah. He was having a he was having a manic episode, um, uh, dealing with his bipolar issues, and he was killed by police officers. His family has come out and said they do not want you know what I'm saying people protesting, people rioting. They don't even want the officers to be charged with murder, mm-hmm. right? This family is recognizing the climate of this country and saying our personal, our personal hurt, our personal pain should not fuel that fire. Yeah. We don't, we don't want riots and like, we don't want the police hurting people in our community. We don't want, you know, people tearing down things in our community because of what happened. It's a tragedy what happened and we sad that it happened, but please let's not go in that direction. While we have black people behaving that respectfully, on the flip side, these officers, mm-hmm. the caucasity mm-hmm. associated with their mindset that after you take the life of this man of, of the woman that this man was laying with, you then sue him for pain and suffering of him shooting you when you intruded in his spot. If that is not a textbook definition or a textbook example of white privilege. Mm-hmm. Of 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 just the again the caucasity of white people and if, if you ain't catch it the first time yes I'm pointing it out caucasity and audacity is shit that white people do that nobody else would think to do because ain't nobody else got privilege to even think that that shit could fly like that no quite fly like that at all <laughs> you know what I'm saying but that's what we dealing with so I can I, I, I can get y'all opinion on that and we can go to the next chop go ahead Toya. I mean I it's hard to have an opinion on something that's so cut and dry it really hurts me that black people um, consistently go into most situations with a heart of compassion. And mostly it hurts me because we, it, 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 times are necessitating that we act out of our nature. And sometimes as a people who at our heart and at our core are good people, are loving people, are communal people, are people who want to bond and grow, who take that orientation toward collective knowledge building and seeking and want to just really take a tribal orientation toward building civilization, right? We do that. And so we want to apologize and we do, we want to bring people back in and, and, and it plays us every single time. It's in our, in our innate nature to be that toward people and even toward the other and other, but people don't take their otherism, their otherism in that same way. They make us an other and that we automatically become enemy. And so we can't move with those same politics, but we do it every time. And we got to start playing that game and saying what we talk about, what the Democrats need to be doing, quit playing soft and start doing playing dirty like the Republicans and the conservatives. It's similar to how black people have to start really getting in the mix. And that's why, I mean, I understand, you know, your family and they don't, they don't, you know, the family doesn't want uproar and, and outcry and, and uprising. What you want don't matter. I'm sorry. See, see, hey, 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 see, I think I see it as I see it as to protect themselves. That's how I see it as them saying that to protect themselves. I know how Philadelphia can get down and they recognize they can become targets of violence and or, you know, I'm saying literally just targets of anybody. If they can be seen as, oh, it's y'all pain and suffering that's being used to fuel all this burning shit down. So we're going to kill y'all and lock y'all up. That's what I think comes from that sentiment of them saying we don't want y'all to do X. Because they recognize how they can be held accountable for the pain and suffering they're going through and how their pain and suffering is kind of being used to fuel a lot of the anger and men sick and tired and men sick and tired of what's going on in America. Almost like me think about being from Texas, you know what I'm saying? When uh when Botham Jean got killed. The first mm-hmm. thing I think about and, and, and Botham Jean's brother hugged Amber Amber Joyner, Amber Geis, whatever Amber Geiger, Amber Geiger, Amber Geiger, Amber Geiger. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hugged Amber Geiger in the court. 
and how that was used to try to chastise other black people by basically being on some like you better turn the other cheek. Oh, and then, and then the uh, and then the judge. Oh, the judge, the judge from the Amber Gaga all of them, like literally all of them being able to use their blackness to show how we can be forgiveness and how we can be passive, docile beings to show our humanity, even when you whoop our ass, even when you do us wrong, showing that we can always, you know what I'm saying, be passive, docile beings. And to me, this showed that we just put in that fungible state where it's almost damned if you do, damned if you don't. Damned if I show you my pain and suffering. Then if I be silent on my pain and suffering, because either way it goes, you're going to do what the hell you want to do, how you want to do it. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's, it's, a, a rough, it's a rough road. Um, I just, I hate, I, I really hope that with the failures that happened with the Breonna Taylor trial, that this whole lawsuit thing, I really, really hope that this don't go no further. Don't go nowhere, yeah. A whole bunch of bullshit. I really, the fact that it exists, the fact that you know, you say you traumatize someone in relationship to that. You want to re-traumatize this man. Like, all of that shit is just so wild to me. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I, I, I hate that that's happening it's down there. It's centering too. It's so self-centering and showing how that when he went in and doing the job, or even how he's thinking about what he did and the impact of him doing this job, taking people's lives, he still is centering his own pain, suffering, and trauma in terms of what happened. So, fuck Kenneth Walker. Fuck how you literally criminalized him after his uh, girlfriend was die- uh, was murdered. Uh, fuck how he ain't got no charges being, you know what I'm saying, brought against him, but you still think that he should be held accountable for your yeah. pain and suffering. Though the ballistics show that there was no guns pointed and shot at you, that there had to be some type of self-fire or friendly fire that led to your wounds. Mm-hmm. It's like there's a lot of fuckery here. A lot of anti-black gaslighting, monetization of black people's suffering. Yeah. I want to tell Comment since we kind of wrapping up this real quick. Christopher says, "What if no one died, but Kenneth and Brianna got shot? Would they have even uh, have grounds to sue? No, this officer probably out of pocket. No lawsuit to be had. You know what I'm saying? If the, both of their lives was taken, so that's clear what your goal ultimately was. And since you didn't reach that goal, you're down to take all punitive damages as much as possible. And that's so wild to me. Um, if Ethereal Beauty says Zimmerman sold the gun he used to kill Trayvon Martin, like imagine your white supremacy elevating your life like that, right? And that's that's what's so wild. Y'all still win. You still eat. I mean, the comment, and I all wish death on nobody, so don't get it twisted. I just don't move like that in terms of karma in the world. But one of the questions I have is a lot of good niggas die, and George Zimmerman still around with his life. It just it still is moving life. around out here. Still it, moving. It is mind blowing just a little bit. Um, other folks. That says some interesting things. Everybody's saying interesting things. I'm going to just pick out a couple more comments. Uh, straight up, though, anyone can sue black or white. Just saying. We're always expected to be forgiven. Uh, definitely shout out to Russell. Appreciating us giving different perspectives on these types of things. Uh, Tiffany says, the failure of taking the high road is what brings riots and protests, etc. Because you were damned if you do and damned if you don't. So we feel like we might as well do riots, protests, and retaliation because we lose. So go ahead. We tore up your shit along the way. I'm really down with that. A phrase my coach used to say is, if the Titanic is going down, why, why are we stopping the band? Go ahead and play till y'all can't damn play no more. Ain't no reason to cut off the music. We are going to sink in this mug anyway. Uh, Marion with the real question. I'm going to go ahead and spit some tea on, on this real quick. Marion asked the question, where the fuck is the NRA? And that's a great question. Tell me why it would not be strategically logical, especially at a time when Donald Trump supporters think they trying to come and take away their guns for the NRA to not jump on the side of Kenneth Walker and defend his right to defend his territory, defend his home, to have that whatever, and have the NRA be like, look, 
we're not as bad as we seem. You should support the NRA in the way that we look at guns and gun policies, which directly correlates to conservatives. That could be a strategic play. They ain't trying to do that. It's too much like right because that means you have to defend a black man and his right to use a gun, and they mm-hmm. ain't happening. They don't. Want yeah, to you're not gonna, yeah, you're not gonna hear nothing about ideology, that ideology, man. Because they could, they could do it with Philando Castillo too. They ain't want to do it then either. They ain't yeah. hear nothing, like, you know. Uh, but for the, but for the chance for niggers rifles allowed, no, <laughs> <laughs> nigga, that's not nerd, nigga. But look, but look, uh, for the for the sake of time, we'll go ahead and close out of that political chop. Um, that was a long political chop. Uh, but-